بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد فيكون الله جل وعلا في محكم التنزيل بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإن ربك لهو العزيز الرحيم وإذ نادى ربك موسى أن ائت القوم الظالمين قوم فرعون ألا يتقون قال رب إني أخاف أن يكذبون ويضيق صدري ولا ينطلق لساني فأرسل إلى هارون صدق الله العلي المولان العظيم جماعة المسلمين and respected listeners السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته All praises are due to Allah Jalla wa'ala our creator, sustainer, nourisher, provider and protector greetings and salutations upon the beloved of Allah your beloved and my beloved Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we thank Allah jalla wa ala for gathering us in the house of Allah to pray our fajr salah with jama'ah fa inna alhamda wa shukra kullahu lillah many have prepared themselves and gotten dressed some have taken a shower all those in preparation for work that is the slavery of the dunya. We have to do it to earn a bit of this dunya to survive, alhamdulillah. But the slavery of Allah, to be obedient to Allah, that is far more important. Allah Jalla wa'ala wants us to worship Allah, and Allah Jalla wa'ala provides for us. Yes, we have to go work, we make the preparations, we learn, we have an education. Uh, we, we use the asbab and the means to earn the rizq and the sustenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet the most important means is worshipping Allah, praying to Allah, fulfilling the obligation Allah has made compulsory upon us. That obligation of Fajr, Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib and Isha. And therefore if we thank Allah Jalla wa'ala and we make dua Allah keep us amongst those who pray our salah and may our children be of those who pray the salah, amin thumma amin. At the age of seven a child must be encouraged to pray salah. Sometimes we even reward our children for praying the salah. By the age of ten after those three years of encouraging and reminding and leading by example they are now praying the salah and there is no even need to remind them sometimes they will remind us Abi it is time for salah, Abi the adhan is going this must be the kind of nurturing and the tarbiyah which we should have with regards to our children a calamity is if I have woken up my child and my child has brushed his or her teeth and they have brushed their hair and they have put on the school clothes and breakfast has been prepared they've eaten their breakfast the tie is right now they go out and they're going out to school such a child if the child is seven eight nine ten eleven years old has been taught that is important salah is of no importance and that is a calamity that is a khasara that is a loss and that should never happen amongst the ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The best thing we can leave behind is such children which are obedient to Allah jalla wa'ala. And in the tasir of the ayah, رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا كُرَّةَ أَعْيُنْ Oh Allah grant us from our wives, our spouses, and our children, make them a source of happiness for us. Ulama explain that the most, the best happiness a person can get is when he sees or she sees her children or their children being obedient to Allah. That is the best happiness a, a parent can get, true happiness. There the child is 15, 16, 17, fasting the month of Ramadan, praying the salah, speaking the truth, being obedient to Allah. There the child grows up, becomes a, a husband or becomes a wife, obedient to Allah, covering their awrah, being good to their husbands, being good to their wives. There is no greater happiness that a person can experience than seeing their children grow up in the obedience of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Allah grant all of us that happiness and Allah make our children of those who follow the orders of Allah. Amin thumma amin.
We continue with Surah Al-Shu'ara, the 26th Surah of the Holy Quran. It is found in the 19th Jews of the Holy Quran. It is a Surah Makki. It was revealed in Makkah Al-Mukarramah or revealed before the Hijrah, before the migration of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam migrated to the age of 53, 13 years after Prophethood, and after that never returned to Makkah to reside and stay in Makkah. He returned to Makkah, for example, the Treaty of Udaybiya, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came in the sixth year of Hijrah, the seventh year returned again to perform the Umrah, and then again in the eighth year at the conquest of Makkah, but every time returning back to Madinah to Munawwara, and then again in the last year of the life of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to perform the farewell pilgrimage. So Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never came back to reside and stay as a resident in Makkah Al-Mukarramah. When he left Makkah, to Madinah al-Munawwara, when he was 53 years old and made the Hijrah, then his home was Madinah al-Munawwara. And Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we all know, is still today buried, and the road of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is in Madinah al-Munawwara. So this surah was revealed before that Hijrah, before that migration. And here in such surah and such chapters, Allah speaks about himself, who is Allah Jalla wa'ala, and Allah speaks about the qisas and the stories of the Anbiya, the prophets who came before Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, for this was what was needed to call people towards Islam. Nabi Musa also believed in one Allah. Nabi Isa alayhi salam also believed in one Allah. Nabi Yusuf is a prophet of Allah, and he believed in one Allah. And calling people towards Allah, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would recite the ayat of the Holy Quran. So Allah jalla wa'ala, says in ayah number number nine وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ and your رب رَبَّكَ your رب your sustainer your lord your Allah جل وعلا لهو العزيز الرحيم your Allah سبحانه وتعالى is mighty and has power over everything الرحيم and your Allah جل وعلا your رب is merciful Allah سبحانه وتعالى shows compassion and then in ayah number ten Allah جل وعلا begins the قصة of نبي موسى عليه السلام not actually begins Allah begins speaking about نبي موسى عليه السلام نبي موسى عليه السلام قصة in the Quran is the most often mentioned uh, narration of the prophets in the Holy Quran and is mentioned in many surah and chapters of the Holy Quran. Surah is the plural of surah, one surah, one chapter, many surah, many chapters of the Holy Quran. And Allah Jalla wa'ala does not always begin at the beginning of the life of Nabi Musa alayhi salam. Sometimes Allah will refer to a particular part of the life of Nabi Musa alayhi salam. So in ayah number 10, Allah Jalla wa'ala says, وَإِذْ نَادَى رَبُّكَ مُوسَى and when nada means to um, to proclaim uh, nada rabbuka and when your allah your rabb when he exclaimed and proclaimed musa anitil qawm adh-dhalimin oh musa go to a people adh-dhalimin who are oppressors go to a people who are oppressing others meaning go to fir'aun go speak to fir'aun this was often Nabi musa alayhi had been expelled from uh, from egypt and he had left Egypt and he had gotten, and, and afterwards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ordering Nabi Musa wasalam, to now return to Egypt. Qawm al-Zalimeen, a people who had been doing wrong. What was Fir'aun doing wrong? Fir'aun, the enemy of Allah, alayhi, the curse of Allah be upon him. Allah jalla wa mentions in another ayah and from it we can take great lesson. Allah says, Inna Fir'aun ala fil ardi. Fir'aun, he, he adopted arrogance and superiority fil ardi. That was his, his arrogance and superiority. He said, I am your Lord. He asked, who gave you permission to worship others when I haven't given you permission? You're supposed to be worshipping me. Waja'ala ahlaha shia'a. 
Allah Jalla wa says in the Holy Quran, and what was he sent also that he committed? Waja'ala, and he made Ahlaha, the people of this world, Shia'a, into groups. And therefore, in the time of Nabi Fir'aun, they were the Banu Israel, the descendants of Nabi Ya'qub alayhi salam. Nabi Ya'qub, obviously we have Nabi Ya'qub had 12 sons, and from those 12 sons there came the 12 tribes of the Banu Israel. Nabi Ya'qub, the son of Nabi Ishaq, the son of Nabi Ibrahim, Khalilullah, alayhimu salatu wassalam. So these 12 tribes of the Banu Israel, therefore Israel was, is another name of Nabi Ya'qub. Nabi Ya'qub's name was also Israel. So the Banu Israel, the sons of Nabi Ya'qub alayhi salam, the sons of Israel, nothing to do with uh, the state of Israel that there is today. The illegitimate oppressive state of, of, of Israel. So there was the Banu Israel. Then there were also the Qibti, the Qibti Yun or the Qibtis. We know them today as the Coptics. Fir'aun, the Coptics were in favor by Fir'aun. And the Banu Israel, they were oppressed by Fir'aun. And they were given the worst of jobs. But look at the sin that Fir'aun committed. Number one is arrogance. And number two is dividing of people. His grouping of people. So apartheid was in that time as well. And his oppression of one people. And they had to do all the work. And sometimes the worst of jobs they had to do. And the Coptics, the Qibtis, they were enjoying all the luxuries that they were. So Allah Jalla Wala, they mentions, Inna Fir'auna ala fil ardi wa ja'ala ahla shia'a yastad'ifu ta'ifatan minhum. He made them into groups and oppressed a group amongst them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to assist the group that he had oppressed, which Fir'aun had oppressed. Therefore, here in ayah number 10 of Surah Al-Shu'ara, Allah Jalla Wala tells Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam, الظالمين, go to a people who are doing wrong. They are oppressing groups amongst them. And Fir'aun was the one that caused this division, separated them, oppresses the one group and favors the other. The group that he oppresses must work and do the hard labor and the menial task. And sometimes those tasks which uh, they do not want to do, they are forced to do that. And here there is a group that, they, that are enjoying the favors. And that is something which should not happen amongst the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah grant us the true understanding of the Holy Quran. Allah forgive our shortcomings. Allah make us of those who take lessons from the Holy Quran. And Allah make the Quran a means of our entrance into Jannah. Amin thumma amin. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayka.